show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I had a little drink about an hour ago and it's gone right to my head. Wherever I may roam, on land or sea or foam, you can always hear me sing this song. Show me the way to go home. Hello, listeners. Um... As you may have suspected, Aaliyah and I both need a bit more time to recover from Eurovision and Pub Quiz 3. So I'm introducing to you, uh, it is actually a new episode, but it's also an old episode because it's something we recorded when we went on a day trip to Bath about two years ago, (laughs) I think. And I left it languishing on my laptop because it was kind of an impromptu pub-based thing and the sound is um, even less good than usual. A couple of things to note. Uh, One is that this was shortly after we were allowed out and about again. So this was one of our first uh, meetings uh, post-lockdown and pandemic. And secondly, you're going to start with a rather explosive moment from O'Leary. Trigger warning. Enjoy! It wasn't that strong. It was like just under 5%. I'm recording. (laughs) 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 That was in the first 10 seconds. (laughs) Ah, And welcome to Bath. (laughs) (laughs) Hello listeners. Um, This is Tim and I am in the actual pub with my <laughs> drinking buddy, Larry. Hi. Do you want me to tell you what I'm drinking? Yeah, go on then. I'm drinking a raspberry pilsner. A half? No. Two thirds of a pint? <laughs> a third of a pint. So what you're actually drinking <laughs> is a raspberry Berliner Weissbier. Berliner. Which is two thirds. I think it's called Wild Pinkler. <laughs> uh, and we are both drinking that in the Bath brew house because we've come to Bath for the day just to hang out. Round of applause for Bath. Yeah. So we thought now that we're allowed out and about, we'd um, try and experiment with doing some live things. And um, obviously, because we're coming to Bath, we had to pick up on some relevant Bath facts. Just a couple from us each. Um, shall I go first? Yeah. I'm still All laughing right. at my birth. <laughs> it was a really good burp. Um, I think I'm even going to start with that. I don't think I'm going to save it for bonus at the end. It was just too good. So um, obviously, being in Bath, we might be tempted to talk about it formerly being called Acrosulis, talk about water, about the healing properties of water. But instead, I am going to talk to you about another thing Bath is famous for, and that is Jane Austen. Oh. Did you see that one come in? I didn't, actually. Okay, so did you know Jane Austen brewed her own beer? I like her already. Yeah. So it wasn't that uncommon for women at that time to brew, but apparently the Austen family in particular were filled with enthusiastic home brewers. So they made their own mead, wine and beer. Um, the Austins were technically part of the gentry, but um, she grew up on a farm. So was very involved with kind of housekeeping and food prep and all that sort of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily associate with the lovely Georgian houses in Bath. Uh, so that world involved quite a lot of beer. Um, a contemporary of Jane Austen's known as Elizabeth Ham, Lizzie Ham, wrote that no one in these days ever dreamt of drinking water. Quite right. At the time, water supplies were fraught with health dangers, so brewing beer was seen as a way to create a safe drink that wouldn't spread disease. We'd know that from a lot of periods in history. Yeah. 
So light or small beer with a low alcohol content became a staple for children and adults who drank it with all meals and who often made it at home. One of Austin's specialities, which you could actually buy as a kind of limited thing from the Jane Austen Centre that we walked past earlier, mm -hmm. um, her specialty was spruce beer, as it was mm. known. It's kind of a cousin to root beer, so it contains hops and molasses. Uh, in a letter she wrote to her sister Cassandra, she talks about making spruce beer. She says, it is you, to her sister, who have the little children. She wrote, and I that have the great cask, for we are brewing spruce beer again. I like that she's sort of saying, <laughs> you can have your children, I've got a cask of beer. I can um, relate to that. You can, we can all relate to that. Um, so that was before when she was brewing the beer. Here's a morning after letter she writes to Cassandra. Oh dear. I want to hear of your gathering strawberries. So far, so wholesome. <laughs> we have had them three times here. I suppose you have been obliged to have in some white wine and must visit the store closet a little oftener than when you were quite by yourselves. The orange wine will want our care soon, but in the meantime, for elegance and ease and luxury, the Hattons and Millses dine here today and I shall eat ice and drink French wine and be above vulgar economy. I believe I drank too much wine last night at Hurstbourne. I know not <laughs> how else to account for the shaking of my hand today. <laughs> you will kindly make allowance, therefore, for any indistinctness of writing by attributing it to this venial error. <laughs> so Austen didn't just make beer, she wrote about it as well. Um, you might think of her novels as portraits of this kind of proper age, mm -hmm. largely because of the way it's been portrayed in certain adaptations. Uh, but they are full of drinking. Uh, so Mr. Mr. Knightley, hunky guy, um, offers spruce beer brewing tips in the novel Emma, which is obviously from her own experience. Uh, in Sense and Sensibility, Eleanor drinks wine to heal her broken heart. Again, probably from experience. <laughs> Um, Austin's beer recipes are lost to time, but we do know her family mead recipe still exists. Um, so the Jane Austen Centre, as I said, in, in Bath that we walked past is where Austin lived for part of her life. Um, and they created that special brew in honour of her 200th birthday. And they called the brew Jane Austen 200, which <laughs> I feel sounds a bit weirdly sci-fi. <laughs> like future robot Jane Austen. It's also just... Try a bit harder, guys. Yeah, you know? really try harder. You had such a back catalogue of stuff to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> but what they have done is offered up their spruce beer recipe if we want to try making our own, which I'm sure you do because you're so successful at that. Yep. So you need five gallons of water, mm -hmm. uh, an eighth of a pound of hops, half a cup of dried bruised ginger roots, a pound of the outer twigs of spruce fir, three quarts of molasses and half a yeast cake dissolved in half a cup of warm water. Do you reckon I could get that on a cardo? Probably. I mean, I'm not sure about the spruce fir twigs. Everything else, sure. Give it a bash. <laughs> uh, so that's what you need. And then you basically combine it all in a kettle, boil it up until the hops sink to the bottom, strain it, add some yeast, leave it 48 hours, bottle cap it, leave it in a warm place for five days, and it's ready. I could do that in my regular kettle, yeah? Just. I mean, give it a go. <laughs> See what happens. See what happens. Well, I wouldn't drink tea for a while after that, but yeah, sure. I still feel like even if I did that, it would be better than my prosecco. <laughs> it really would. So there you go. That's, that's my little tidbits on Jane Austen. But I thought it was worth mentioning that for all her sort of high regard and manners, she was actually just a great big pisshead. I like her. Yeah. Yeah. Well done her. Yeah, well done her.
Um, so I did some research as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I knew you'd probably do something highbrow, so I just looked into drinking in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> when you say you looked into it, do you mean you did it <laughs> when you were supposed to be doing I've research? I've always done that. I've always done it. That's a no-brainer. Um, but no, I just literally typed into Google drinking in the bath and just see what happens. Didn't obviously image search, just regular search. Um, and it was interesting, on one of the top searches, it was on the Google front page, when you Google drinking in the bath, there is an A-list celebrity that swears by it. So much so they do it every single day, according to them. Mm. Any ideas who oh, advocates I mean, it? I mean, that's a very fabulous thing to do. Mm. I wouldn't bathe every day. I'm going to say Joan Collins. <laughs> you would think, wouldn't you? It's yeah. on brand. Yeah. Um, it's not her. It's... It might help if I say it's... Is it Churchill? <laughs> it's a modern day person, still alive, still oh. doing it. And they advocate it to be for health reasons. Mm-hmm. It's really good for their health. That person is Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. I know. I can't believe you just gave me a health recommendation from Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, that's the thing. I mean, she also told me to put jade eggs up my vagina. But sure. Whatever. Uh, no, she swears by it. Um, she does it every day in the bath. She has a, a whiskey. And she uses a Japanese whiskey, because apparently the way in which they make that whiskey, it's got certain oxidants and kinds of things in it that she believes, I don't know, make her vagina nice. I don't know. Anyway. So I went back to Bath and I started reading a little bit into the whole spa water thing, which, as you said at the start, we've talked about that quite a lot. Um, But one thing I didn't know was you can still drink the spa water here in Bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not once someone's been in it yeah so and, and that's what I wanted to like really research so the pump room which is still here in the bath spa so in the 17th 18th century people would obviously be there drinking it to try and cure disease uh, and it was advertised as you know it's not been bathed in it's just straight from the spring um, but I read about this amazing woman called Celia Fiennes she was a pioneering traveller was her kind of job title back uh-huh. then so in 1670 she traveled around england in horseback and obviously back then that was a really radical thing to do for you to travel alone as a female on horseback but she went all around england and writing about her travels so she was like a early age influencer slash travel blogger <laughs> <laughs> not buying it but sure <laughs> but uh she wrote in 1670 of the bath spa water it's very hot and it tastes like the water that boils eggs. It has such a smell. It's lovely. Well, that, that would be the uh, sort of Burtonization effect, right? Mm. That we talked about a little while ago with the, uh, the sulfurous water making your beer good. Exactly. So what they should have done is turned it into beer and not just left it as water. Well, they were daft. They just thought it was curing them of all their ails. Um, so yeah, we can, if you want, go over to the pump room and pay a couple of quid, I'm told, for some lukewarm water from the spring, should you want it. Warm, eggy water? Mm-hmm. Pass. No? Alright, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought, I've done drinking in the bath, I've done drinking spa water, yep. so I'm naturally going to end with... Oh, um, uh, uh, showering in um, Pilsner. Close. Uh, drinking bath water. Ugh, of course. Yes. Is this, is this, what's her name? St. Bridget? 
No. Okay. It's uh, an influencer, a real life modern day influencer called Belle Delphine. Uh-huh. She's a 21 year old uh, influencer slash gamer from London. So she's got a massive following online. And she decided she was going to start selling bottles of her used bath water oh. online for $30. Okay. Um, she, she claims it was an idea that came from all the kind of like pervy comments that she gets on her Instagram pictures. Because she puts provocative pictures up. Uh-huh. And then you just have guys commenting things like, oh my god, you're so sexy, I'd drink your bath water. And so she was like, alright then. <laughs> so she started bottling it. And she sent it out. It sold out in a, in one day in 24 hours she'd sold out of all of the stuff she'd listed uh-huh. um she'd listed it as here's a bottle of my used gamer girl bath water for all you thirsty gamer boys um yeah it sold out within a day and they were actually um reselling on ebay for 15 grand <laughs> wow that's an expensive bath surely that's not legal i mean no i you mean know. she quickly had her instagram shut down <laughs> okay as i say because like if you're selling something as a consumable you have to meet certain food standards she, she did send it out with a very strict kind of legal caveat and not note. for consumption not for consumption this is for sentimental purposes right but sentimentals yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a rather nicer way of putting it <laughs> um but Obviously, she sent it out with a disclaimer, but people didn't listen. So there's loads of YouTube videos online of people drinking it. Um, there's one guy making mac and cheese using her water. Of all things. Of all things. Like, why would you want something cheesy made out of mm-hmm. bath water? Mm. Uh, and there was also um, a bit of a legal hoo-ha because some guy claimed that he got herpes from drinking her bath water. Um, right. So yeah, minefield. No, no sympathy for that guy, really. Despite all of that, she did manage to do two or three more rounds of selling her bath water. <laughs> yeah. She just kept doing it. <laughs> and that's what I thought. Enough internet for one day. I'm going to stop. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I'm glad you, glad you did. Maybe you should have gone first. <laughs> so Jane Austen. Um, I drink her bath water. Maybe I should have done a bit about Mary Shelley as well. <laughs> um, well, cheers. It's nice to be out in the real world it doing is. this in a real setting like we would normally rather than over internet and virtual um thank you very much cheers cheers i'm gonna try and force a burp out but it's not there i spent